Here is Jimmy Clitheroe as the Clitheroe Kid with Peter Sinclair, Patricia Burke, Danny Ross and Diana Day in... Any more for the beach? It's no use, Pat. We'd better get on board the train. But what about Humphrey Brocklebank? It's not like him to be late. Harry, you sure you told him which train we were catching? Oh, look, Pete, I told him the train time, the platform and the engine driver's name. I was most explicable. But, uh, you know the wet Nelly that hump is. Now, now. They're not all as clever as Harry Whittle. Well, he is a bit of an old woman, Pat. It's the one thing I'm not looking forward to at this holiday camp, sharing one of them shallots with him. Shallies, Harry. The tea's silent. Not the way I sup it. <laughs> I can't find Mr. Brocklebank. And I've looked everywhere. In the waiting room, in the buffet. I've even tried the lost property office in case somebody had handed him in. Well, if he's not here within the next minute, he's had it. Perhaps he's not coming. He'd better come. I've paid for his ticket. Ah, oh, beats me why he's coming anyway. He says he's going to spend the week painting the scenery. Fancy painting at a holiday camp. It's like going to a striptease show to listen to the music. Do you mind, Harry? Jimmy's here. Oh, sorry, Peter. I shouldn't be telling me risky jokes with Jim around. Yes, and you shouldn't be going on about Humphrey either. No, he likes you, Mr Whittle. He thinks you're very clever. Oh, does he? Yes, he said the other day, no matter what anybody talks about, you know it all. Oh, did he? <laughs> Do you mind getting on the train, please? We're ready to go. Oh, uh, after you, Pat. Come on, Jimmy, I'll give you a hand up. But what about Mr Brocklebank? We'll stand by the door, and if he comes at the last minute, I'll open it. Up you go. <whistles> well, he's had it now. Right away. <gasps> Wait for me! Stop the train! Humphrey, throw your case in. Right, here you are. Oh! <laughs> oh, Mr. Sinclair, give me your hand. I'll give you my fist in a minute, can you? Oh, oh thank you. I, I thought I'd missed it. When your case hit me, Grandad, you nearly got it. <laughs> oh, come in and sit down. Oh, what a rush. I'm worn out. What happened, Humphrey? Well, I arrived at the station in good time, so I thought I'd check my equipment. Well, I had my paints, brushes and easel, and then I found I'd come without my palette. <laughs> Just home to leave his teeth at home. <laughs> my paint palette. Well, you certainly look like a painter in that blackberry. Oh, you think so? I think he looks like an onion seller. <laughs> look, Jimmy, before we go any further, this week of holiday camp is supposed to be a rest. I know. A rest for you, ma'am. No, a rest for all of us. From your jokes. Well, if you don't like the jokes, you should have let me go with our Susan and Alfie on his motorbike. Don't be silly. There wouldn't be room for you on the bike. There would have been if we'd have left our Susan at home. Well, Hop, it's going to be an exciting week, eh? All that painting. <laughs> I'll tell you what, I'll pose for you in my bicconini. <laughs> Art is not a subject for humour, Mr Whittle. It is in our school with the teacher we've got. No? Oh? Who is it? The art master, Click Clack Clarence. <laughs> click Clack Clarence? He cracks his knuckles and his teeth click. <laughs> Maybe he's got Hump's palate. <laughs> 
Well, I heard that your art master's a very good teacher who knows his job. Does he? Well, he kept me in the other night because I painted a moustache. On somebody else's painting? No, on Ozzy's face. <laughs> he said, James, click. You stay here, clack, till you've painted a proper picture. Click, clack. <laughs> Choose any subject you like. Clickety click. <laughs> I thought, right, clack. <laughs> What's all this got to do with your teacher not knowing his job? Well, when I'd finished, he said, Excellent click! The way you've caught the setting sun, clack, sinking beneath the desert sands, click, clack. We'll call it desert sunset. Click, clickety, click, click, clack, clack. <laughs> but what was wrong with that? I'd painted a fried egg on toast. <laughs> Well, I'll stick to my painting, James. You can do whatever you like. Grandad, what are we going to do tonight? Well, no, it's only the first night, Jimmy. So we'll find our chalets, have some tea, have a look at the evening paper in a deck chair, and then a wee bit stroll round the camp and early to bed. Oh, couldn't we go mad and have a game of snap? <laughs> What are you doing now, Alfie? I'm trying to blow down my feed pipe, Susan. I think it's blocked. No, not my feed pipe. I haven't eaten for six hours. When I said my feed pipe, I, I meant... The one on the motorbike. Do you think I'm stupid? Yeah. What? You're... No, not yes, you're stupid. Yes, the one on my motorbike, my feed pipe. I'll try again. <laughs> oh, no, that's no good. Hey, do you think I should suck it? Why not? It'll be a change from sucking your dummy. Hey, now, Susan, don't go on at me. I can't help me back breaking down. Well, two hours we've been stuck here and no sign of any traffic. Are you sure this road will get us to the holiday camp? Ah, well, it should, according to me mapping this motoring boat. See, look, we were on page 12, going along this road here, but we couldn't have gone any farther because we'd have run off the end of the page. <laughs> uh -huh. You're right, Susan, it isn't funny. So look, it, it says continue page 13, so I turned over and there's our road, page 16. Yeah, oh heck, I've got two pages stuck together. Oh, this is great. Your bike's all in pieces and we've no idea where we are. Oh, Mother and Grandad will be going mad. <laughs> At last, a car. Tell him, Alfie. Tell him? He knows it's a car. He's driving it. <laughs> oh, I see. Tell him what, what's the matter. It's broken down, mister. No, not your car broken down. My bike. I'll tell him. We're on holiday and our motorbike's broken down. Is there a garage on this road? Garage? No. There's an old farm. Oh, well, perhaps you've got a phone, Susan, to ring for help. Um, mister, if, if I keep on this road, how will I know when I've arrived at the farm? <laughs> You'll run straight into the pigsty. <laughs> <laughs> this road's a dead end. Oh, no. Are you sure? Of course. I live at the farm. What are you making for? Sandhills Holiday Camp. Mm, that's right. But I turned over too many and lost my burdens. No, no, not my burdens out of my back. I've got them. I mean, where are we going? <laughs> well, we've been on the way over six hours. We've been stuck here too. Heaven knows how far we've got to go yet. About another 150 yards. Ah, well, there we are, you see, and it's nearly lighting up. We'll never get, we'll never get 150 yards. 
Here's the Sandhills Holiday Camp. Didn't you see the notice? What notice? There's a wooden sign round here somewhere pointing to the camp entrance. Is this your jacket, mate? Uh, yeah. Yeah, I took it off because it was warm. Well, here's the sign. You hung your jacket right over it. Oh, <laughs> oh yeah. Hey, look at it, Susan. No, not look at me jacket, the sign. Look, it says, Welcome to Sandhills Holiday Camp, 150 yards. Oh, shut up. Let's go and book in. I'll run into the camp entrance if you like. Come on. Uh, got any luggage? Yeah, luggage. Luggage. Susan, the suitcases. Somebody's pinched the suitcases. Mother and Grandad brought them for us on the train. Oh, of course. Your mum and Grandad pinched them. <laughs> yeah, well, not pinched them. I mean, they're respectable. We, we couldn't manage them, so they brought them on the bike. Train. Look, mate, just shut your mouth and open your door. There's a motor mechanic on the camp. He'll come and see to your bike. Should have been here three hours ago. Oh, where are they? What's that ninny Alfie Hall done this time? Look, 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 if you're going to get worked up about it, go and have a drink with your pal Harry Whittle. No, Pat. I'm going nowhere till I know Susan's safe and sound. Hello there, me old pals, me old beauties. <laughs> well, be there any sign of Susan and Alfie yet, be there? No, there bet there isn't. <laughs> Well, I hope they're life safe and sound. I got my job on my old pal Dan Archer's farm. Ah, <laughs> he be short a couple of scarecrows, he be. <laughs> oh, you're off again with your jokes. Ah, I be all there with me mangle wurzels. <laughs> all right, all right, that'll do. I was looking for you half an hour ago. Where were you? I was in the recreation room, ma'am, watching the telly. Hey, they had a colour programme on. What colour programme? Huey Green. <laughs> it's a joke. Colour programme. Huey Green. <laughs> Next week, Blue Peter. <laughs> Starring George Brown. All right, all right, that'll do. Hey, they had an impersonator on. Uh, grand winner of the nation's search for a new star, they called him. Really? What was he like? Shocking. Even the empty seats got up and walked out. <laughs> better than him. I did some of my impressions after the programme. What? For the campers in the recreation room? Yeah, you remember the bloke on the telly used to say, silly old moo. You didn't do half garnet. No, I did his wife saying, pig, filthy pig. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that'll do. Look, just be quiet, will you? Uh, then I did Ken Dodd. Ha, ha, ha. First of all, I would like to say how tickled I am. Ha. On the beach. Have you ever been tickled on the beach, missus? <laughs> then you should stop sitting on the seaweed. <laughs> Look, Jimmy, behave yourself. And don't go causing any trouble. We've had enough bother already with Harry Whittle and Humphrey Bocklebank sharing the same chally. I know, I heard Mr Whittle. It's no use, Hump. You shouldn't be sharing a chally. That's the third time you've knocked me brown ale over with your easel. <laughs> we just don't get on together. We don't jelly. We want the calling competitive. Oh, well, thanks very much. You're welcome. I'll tell the mechanic. Yeah, yeah, ah. Pat, that was Alfie's voice, wasn't it? No, it was a corncrake <laughs> doing an impersonation of a parrot. Shut up. Susan, Alfie, is that you? Yes, Mother, we're here. Oh, what a relief. Are you all right, love? All right, I'm fed up. His bike broke down two hours ago. Where? Well, just round the corner over there. What? Yeah, but we, we didn't know it was. You know, not the bike. I mean, we knew what that was. The, the corner, we thought it was miles away, but it was on the wrong page. I was taking Susan to a pigsty. <laughs> Susan, 
Yeah, Mrs. Clitheroe, I'll put your deck chair up for you. Oh, thanks, Alfie. Yes, Mum, and it only took him 20 minutes. Aye, <laughs> that'll do. Lots of people have trouble with deck chairs. I said to Susan, I can never remember which bit goes over the other bit and which bit goes round and fastens in the bit with the slots in. I kept getting something caught. Yeah, his tongue. <laughs> oh, me T-shirt. See, I'll thump you in a minute. Ignore him, Alfie. Isn't it another lovely day, Mother? Yes, we've been lucky, Susan. Two whole days and not a drop of rain. What are you two doing with yourselves this afternoon? Oh, well, we moved to tennis court again, haven't we, Susan? Yes, Alfie. Come on, let's go and get the rackets. Oh, well, that's the last we'll see of our Susan and Alfie for the day, ma'am. Oh, don't be so silly. They surely won't be playing tennis all afternoon. <laughs> won't they? You haven't seen them. Every time they knock the ball in the bushes, it takes them an hour to find it. <laughs> oh, you're all here, then. Well, oh, that was a smashing lunch, I must say. Yes, all six pints of it. <laughs> oh, that'll do, Timmy. Well, I'm fed up. Nobody will take me down to the beach. Grandad, won't you take me? I can't, Jim. Your mother and I are going for a game of bowls. Yes, we've told you we'll take you on the beach tomorrow. But it might be raining tomorrow, and I'll look daft having a paddle in Alfie's cape and crash helmet. <laughs> Look, if you won't take me, can I go on my own? No, we've told you before, you can't go without a grown-up. Ask one of the others. I have asked. Mr Brocklebank's looking for things to paint and Mr Whittle's looking for winners. Oh, come on, ma'am. Just down to the beach with me. We'll have a quick swim. I can't, Jimmy. And even if I could, I haven't got a bathing costume. Well, you go in and I'll keep a lookout. <laughs> we'll go to the quiet part, and if you hear me shout, dive to the bottom and stay there. <laughs> now, look, don't talk silly. If you want to swim, what's wrong with a camp swimming pool? It's full of soppy girls, scared of getting the hair ribbons wet. And just because I gave one a little duck, her father came up and gave me a big clout. Well, you're not going on the beach on your own. Oh, heck, what a holiday. I'm fed up. Two days I've been here and I still haven't seen the sea. All I've done is smell it. <laughs> Wish I'd never come to the rotten camp. I could have gone to the baths at home and ducked my pal Ozzy. Oh, now, now, Jimmy. Get off me trying to get round me. <laughs> Everybody's having a good time except me. Oh, then, Sonny, what's this, crying? No, I'm laughing my blooming head off. <laughs> now, don't be rude, Jimmy. It's all right, miss. He's just a wee bit upset. Well, we can't have little boys upset on our holiday camp. What's the trouble? Oh, he wants to go on the beach this afternoon, and none of us are free to take him, that's all. Is that all? It's enough, isn't it? Well, I could take you. Well, how would you like it if you got your trunks and no chance of... You what? <laughs> I said I could take you. Oh, we couldn't ask you to do that. Oh, don't bother, I'll ask her. <laughs> oh, I'd be happy to go with him. That's my job here, seeing that the children enjoy themselves. Well, I must say, Miss... Uh, MacDonald. Uh, Mary MacDonald. Are you Scottish, then? Um, my parents are. Ah, hi, of course. That accounts for the pretty face and the fine... Ah, uh, uh, you do a good job, lassie. <laughs> you, I, I'm, I'm sure Jimmy will be quite safe with you. Well, thank you. Uh, Jimmy, you go and change into your trunks, I'll change into my costume, and I'll meet you here in ten minutes. Right, shall I bring a beach ball? Yes, that's a good idea. My friend's got one in the chalet over there. Good, I'll meet you over there then. Right, don't bother to bring any money, I'll borrow some off me grandad. <laughs>
This is the last time I share a chalet with you, Whittle. That's twice you've sat on my tube of Prussian blue. Well, you shouldn't leave it lying about. And stop wiping your brushes on me racing foam. <laughs> what a way to spend a holiday, gambling and drinking. Now listen, you pale-faced Pablo Picasso. <laughs> It's nothing to do with you. What I do on my holiday is my business. Well, I think it's my business when you're staggering after lights out singing Nelly Dean and use the end of my bed as a bottle opener. <laughs> you're dead lucky I didn't use your nose as a corkscrew. And then you woke me up at three o'clock in the morning breathing beer fumes all over me and said... Can I borrow your beach ball? No, oh, Jim, butter Humphrey's head. Kick that around, huh? <laughs> Don't be quiet! Have you got someone to take you to the beach then, James? Yeah, a girl's taking me. What, a little girl? No, a big girl, a woman. She said she hadn't anything to do. Oh, what are am I? Some scraggy old spinster who's given up hope. You know, what they call, uh, frustipated. <laughs> How vulgar can you get? Now, listen, Hump. How would you like that easel wrapped around your... Hello? I say, what's coming straight towards our little chalice? Where? Over there, in the red bathing costume. Get a load of them vital statisticals. Oh, yes. <laughs> oh, she is rather nice, isn't she? <laughs> oh, look. Oh, she's smiling at us. <laughs> what do you mean, smiling at us? It's me she's smiling at. Big, handsome Harry. When she starts laughing, you'll know she's looking at you. Anywhere you are, Jimmy. Right, Mary, I'm coming. Here, yeah, Jim, hang on a minute. Uh, who's the Judy with the figure like Venus to Milestone? <laughs> she's the scraggy old spinster. What's taking Jim for a swim whack? <laughs> scoring goals for England. Well, even if I could score goals, I don't think they'd want a girl playing for them. No, you're right. They seem to be quite happy kissing each other. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I like that one. Shall we go in for a swim again? All right, but this time we'll play a game Ozzy and me invented. It's called Wales. Wales? Well, how do you play that? You get a mouthful of water, float on your back and see who can squirt the highest. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I don't think I could do that. Well, hello there. <laughs> Small girl, isn't it? Positively microscopical. <laughs> Mr Whittle, what are you doing here? Oh, I always meander this way after me scoff. Er, uh, me, me lunch. Uh, on my way to the betting shop. What? In your bathing trunks? Er, uh, hi. I've started back in seahorses. Ha <laughs> <laughs> uh, Oh, by the way, Jim, uh, you can keep that beach ball as a present from me to you and your charming and detectable friend. Uh, <clears throat> who I haven't had the pleasure of meeting oh, just yet. I'm Mary MacDonald. Oh, pretty moniker for a pretty girl. I'm Harry Whittle. I'm fed up of waiting. Come on, Mary. I thought we were going for a swim. Oh, I'll, I'll come with you. And afterwards we'll have a little picnic, just like the three bears. Hello there. <laughs> Look out. Here comes Goldilocks. Pump. <laughs> What are you doing here? I thought you were still painting your masterstroke. Oh, 
I just felt like strolling by the sea. Well, keep strolling. <laughs> hey, Mr. Brocklebank, that's a funny swimming costume you've got on. Well, I know it's old, but it's still very serviceable. Yes, there's only one thing wrong with it. Uh, what's that? You've got a moth all in your left knee. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, oh, you will have your little joke, James. Oh, I bet you find it most amusing, Miss... Um... MacDonald. Mary MacDonald. Uh, yes, quite. I'm Humphrey Brocklebank. Uh, how do you do? Delighted. Come along, James. Let me buy you a large ice cream. Perhaps you would like to come too, Miss MacDonald. Thank you. Hey, what about me? You'll buy your own ice cream. <laughs> Jim, cover your ears up. I'm about to say something improbable. <laughs> Idea, Mr. Whittle, you go and have a long lie down on the bed. What bed? The sea bed. <laughs> Look, we'll have the ice cream later. Me and Mary want to go for a swim. Aye, so do I. I don't suppose you can swim, eh, um? No, but I can paddle. <laughs> <laughs> well, be careful, Mr. Brocklebank. You might get attacked by a winkle. <laughs> well, come on, Jimmy. I'll race you to the water. Right, I'm coming, Mary. And I'm coming too. You're going nowhere. Stand aside, Whittle, I wish to pass. You'll pass out if you come near my fist. <laughs> Go on, clear off, we don't want you here. You mean you don't want me? You're afraid Mary might prefer me to you. <laughs> you what? <laughs> Have you gone stack staring bunkers? <laughs> Think she'd turn down a three-course dinner for a stick of rhubarb like you? <laughs> It's possible she prefers a man of intelligence rather than a muscle-bound moron. You're asking for an earful of fists. Look, there's a dance on at the camp tonight and I'm taking her. Well, that's where you're wrong. Dancing happens to be my forte. It wasn't an accident that I won a silver medal for the Velita. <laughs> and I'm the only man in the old-time dancing circle who can do the Roger de Coverley. If that was Roger de Coverley, I'd do you. <laughs> on with your swimming. We'll see who takes her to the dance. All right. I'll go and tell her she might be having a dance tonight with that Fred Staircase. <laughs> oh, I do like to be beside the seaside. Oh, I do like to be... Oh, there you are, you two. Yes, Mr Whittle. Where's Mr Brocklebank? Oh, there he is, braving the stormy seas, right up to his ankles. <laughs> Mr Brocklebank! Mr Brocklebank! Hey, Tarzan! Keep walking about or somebody might come and tie a boat up to you. <laughs> what did you say, James? Never mind. You stay where it's shallow. And don't let the water come over your plimsoll line. Oh, Jimmy, you shouldn't make fun of Mr Brocklebank like that. It's not his fault he can't swim. That's what I can't understand. He looks like a fish. <laughs> well, so what? He talks like a cuckoo, but he can't fly. <laughs> Come on, how about a good swim to the Isle of Man and back? Oh, we're all right where we are. Uh, you'll be all right anywhere. Gorgeous. <laughs> I'm the best swimmer in the Black Hand Gang. Better than my pal Ozzie. I can swim three lengths of the baths. How far can Ozzie swim? One depth. <laughs> hey, we went in the baths last week. <laughs> Jimmy, Jimmy, what's the matter with Mr Brocklebank? He looks like he's doing the Highland Fling. What's your trouble, Hump? It's my big toe. A crab has just bitten me into Come on, we'd better save him. He hasn't bought that ice cream yet. Oh, 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 my toe. Oh, it's swollen. Oh, it's bleeding. Ah, oh, that needs attention, that does. That could turn sceptical. <laughs> Jimmy, 
Jimmy, there's a first aid post just by the pier. You go and bring the man back here. Oh, yes, and hurry, James. A crab bite can be dangerous. Why? What does it do? Make you walk sideways? <laughs> Oh, I should think so, if it's only his toe. What was it like when you left him? Hopping mad. <laughs> <laughs> Look, there they are, over there. Oh, I see Mary McDonald's with you. Yes, she brought me down to the beach and looked after me. Do you know her? No, eh? I'm engaged to her. Hey, I bet she looks little next to you. Oh, ah, well, I'm six foot four, son, and 16 stone. You've got to be a bit tough on this lifeguard job. It's all right, Mr Brocklebank. Here's the man. Oh, dear. Oh, oh my foot feels like a balloon. Let me see. Ah, oh, yes. I'll just put some iodine on. There we are. <laughs> oh, 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 it stings. <sighs> that brought the tears to his eyes. <laughs> I'll just go and get the towels. And I'll bandage it for you. And it'll be all right, provided you give it complete rest. <laughs> hey, hump. You're going to look funny tonight, too, in the valita in a wheelchair. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Whittle, so Dame Fortune is on your side. Yeah, I get the Judy. Ah, I shall quite enjoy making romantic overtones to young Mary. Mary? Ah, Mary MacDonald. She's the hostess with the mostest on the couch. <laughs> Mr Whittle, I've got something to tell you. Do you mean the girl that's gone to get the towels? That's right, yes. I only met her this afternoon, but before the night's over, she'll be eaten out of my hand. <laughs> you might be eating without any teeth. <laughs> Oh, you think she'll fall for you, then? Yeah, of course. She'll be a shove-over. Mr Whittle, I want to tell uh, you... Please, Jim, don't interject. <laughs> oh, yes, mate, I know when I've made a hit. You'll know when somebody else has. <laughs> Sixteen stone! Oh, Mr Whittle, please, will Just you... a minute, son. Yeah, I'll get her to the dance tonight. Buy her a few jars. Get her bevied. <laughs> hey, presto, I've made another inquest. <laughs> <laughs> Worst word, Mr. Whittle. Look, you Liverpool layabout. Mary MacDonald happened to be my fiance. Hey, get off me arm. And if I catch you looking at it again, I'll break you into little pieces. Understood? Oh, yes, sir. Mr. Be careful. You disconnect the shoulder. I'll throw your left arm over there, your right arm over there, and your legs over there. Mr. Whittle, that's you all over. Goodbye, Whittle. Never mind my Mary, just concentrate on looking after this lad. Right, Mary, I'm coming. Well, well, Casanova Whittle bites the dust. <laughs> all right, Brocklebank, all right. As the French say, Tessie O'Shea. <laughs> well, Jim, looks like you and me are going to be on our own. Well, in that case, Mr Whittle... Shall we dance? Pom, pom, pom. Oh, Shall oh. we dance? Those involved with the Clitheroe kit this week were Peter Sinclair as grandfather, Patricia Burke as mother, Danny Ross as Alfie Hall, Diana Day as Susan, Colin Edwin as Humphrey Brocklebank, Brian Truman as Mr Whittle, Brian Mosley as the lifeguard, and Barbara Mullaney as Mary MacDonald. The recorded programme was written by James Casey and Frank Roscoe, produced by James Casey and starred Jimmy Clitheroe as the kid himself. Well, I had a 
smashing week after all. Plenty of swimming and games and shows at night. But what I most enjoyed was pushing Mr Brocklebank round in his wheelchair. Mind you, I put the wind up in once or twice. Going down the hill near the camp. You should have heard him. James, be careful. James, there's going to be an accident. Mind he was dead right, there was. Ta-da! <laughs>